Hello, welcome to Unique Careers, Unique Lives. This is a show. Every week I interview guests to find their stories, how they got unstuck and created unique careers, unique lives. But every fourth episode, I take the microphone and have a solo episode. And this is the twelfth, so it's me on the microphone by myself. In this episode, I'm exploring the word unique, why it's important for us to find our unique selves and bring it back to other people. And how can we discover what's unique about us? How can we discover who we are fully? During this episode, I also discovered something about myself. You will maybe notice that in the beginning, I sound a bit low and slow. And in the mid and towards the end, my energy picks up. I learned about myself that I enjoy talking. And in the beginning, I might feel a bit uncertain what I'm saying, but I pick up the pace during the journey. It was interesting that I was experiencing myself what I was telling you in this podcast. I wish you enjoyed this episode and talk to you in the end. I love the word unique. Apart from it sounding beautifully, I find unique as a magical word. Unique means difficult to describe, has its own qualities that you cannot compare to anything else, that it stands out. Unique is for me like a shiny object or like the pebble stone that stands out on a stony beach that has completely different color or a different feeling. We are all unique if you think about it. Go out and see. There is no one who looks just like you. There is no one who talks just like you. There is no one who thinks just like you. We are all different pebbles on the beach and this makes everything so beautiful. But somehow, somehow we hide the parts of ourselves that stand out, that look different, that feels different. We think that it's weird to be that way. There is an evolutionary reason for that. We are social animals and we are here to connect. We want to feel safe and we feel safe when we are hanging with our tribe, with the people who look like us. With the people who look like us, we have easier connection. And we feel safe. It's this fuzzy feeling that we have. But sometimes for the sake of connecting and for the sake of fuzzy feeling, we shave off some parts of ourselves that stand out or we paint ourselves differently to match our colors to the rest of the group. We change our voice 
make ourselves more silent, calmer. We adapt to our environment, to fit in, to belong, to connect. For the sake of safety, we sacrifice our uniqueness. And we sacrifice this beautiful picture which is composed of different colors. We make it one color picture. And everyone loses. What could be an alternative to that? How can we create a colorful picture that has possibilities? What I imagine, if we bring our true colors, all of us bring it, then we have more dots to connect. We have all these colors to mix together and to create new shapes, new paintings, new feelings, new ideas. And when someone is brave enough to share her colors, this creates the motivation or the inspiration for the other to share her colors as well. And then maybe, just maybe, we can connect with this idea of being brave to share colors rather than connecting based on having the same colors. How would our life look like when we could be fully ourselves and by living our true values, connecting with people who share the same values but who are also unique, cooperating with them, creating with them, living with them, how exciting would such life be? What parts of you are you cutting off? What parts of you are you molding, reshaping to fit in? How would that be if you saw yourself as a full being in your uniqueness and bring it out to others? How would it look when you have the full posture standing up with strong feet on the floor and head rising to the skies with open arms, open chest, open for anything that comes along your way, knowing that you will keep on standing and will be able to face anything. How can you be your unique self? What is yourself? I have a very vivid memory of a conversation I had with my father. I was struggling with a challenge and I said, I don't know if I want it or not. I don't know what I want. And he said, well... You probably will never know what you want. You can never fully know yourself. You know, I disagree. I strongly disagree. What I disagree is to stop the effort to find out 
who I am, believing that it's never possible to actually know who I am. I believe it is a discovery. It's a journey of discovery that reveals itself bit by bit. With action. With reflection. With feedback. Do you know the model Jari window? Jari window is a framework composed of four quadrants. You can imagine the x-axis being how much you know yourself and the y-axis being how much the others know you. We have areas of ourselves that the others know and we don't know. The others see things in us, we are not aware of them. We have areas of our lives where we know, but we keep it hidden. That's why the others don't know. We have areas of us where we know and others know. So this is the most obvious part. This is the parts of us that we are showing, that we are comfortable with sharing. Then we have parts of us that neither others know nor ourselves know. To discover our unique selves, we need to expand to this area of what we don't know and others know and what we don't know and also others don't know. One great way to expand to what others know and we don't know is to do things and get feedback. My own view of myself was growing up as the only child, I always felt like a child, also throughout my teenage years and my early 20s. I had a lot of emotions. I was always excited. I was going for what gave me passion rather than what uh, was necessary to do. Whenever there was a challenge, my automatic reaction would be to cry. I was seeing myself as a childish person. In one of conversations, a friend told me, you are a very strong woman. I'm sure you will do great. Strong woman concept was a huge surprise to me. I've never thought that I was strong, neither a woman. That made a huge impact on me. Someone else had seen me strong and as an adult. And I could slowly wear this on myself as well. I am a member of two Toastmasters clubs, Prosmasters and Speak Munich. And in our clubs we do prepared speeches where we make a speech and then get feedback on our speech. After one of the speeches, my evaluator came up on stage. She gave me her feedback about the speech and also told me that I had a beautiful voice. That was a huge surprise for me. I always thought I had a strange voice, a funny voice, a comical voice. 
I had once heard from my father when I was a child that my voice was funny. And that was what I believed. I don't know how that impacted the way I spoke for all these years. But now that somebody told me that my voice was actually beautiful, it opened a question mark for me. It opened a little dent towards what they knew and I didn't know about myself. And recently through this podcast, while I was editing, my husband told me, how beautiful does your voice sound? And I also heard it. Now I embrace my voice and I speak more comfortably. This not knowing ourselves, us not knowing but the others knowing, happens so frequently in other areas of our lives. This happens especially with the things that we are most talented in. The things we are most talented in feels like very natural to us. That's so easy to do for us. We don't think even it's a talent because we assume everybody does it that way, that it's easy for everyone. You might be surprised to find out if you ask other people that they are not good at those what you are good at. There is a lot about us that we didn't yet discover, but we are still alive and we can keep on enriching our knowledge of ourselves and others. What most of us do is an assumption about ourselves, what we are capable of and what we are not. What are you willing to experiment, to test an assumption you have about yourself? Experimenting is a great word for me. And that word always comes with courage. Courage for me is to step into something that is unknown or something that is assumed. Courage is for me to test the reality, to let myself see the reality. In the beginning, we talked about the posture, standing on your feet strong, opening your chest for anything that comes, standing tall. This is for me what courage is. Stepping into unknown with open arms, strong legs, standing tall and letting it face me and me face it. And just feel, just be there and feel. What are you willing to experiment? What are you willing to face? What are you willing to see about yourself? I want to leave you with three practices to increase your knowledge of yourself. First, ask for feedback. When you present your work, when you appear somewhere, when you do something that is important to you or you're experimenting, ask for feedback. But also, now, without any action, ask at least five people that know you. What am I really good at? What are my natural strengths and talents? Knowing me, what do you think I would be doing really well? What would you be paying me for to help you with? These questions can reveal so much that you didn't know about yourself. Second practice, self-reflection. When you are doing something important to you, 
when you have a work to present, when you have created something, when you just took an action, or after a day, after a month, a year, take the time to reflect. Ask yourself the question, what did I notice? What did I notice about myself? What did I notice about my strengths? What does this tell about who I am and who I want to become? What pitfalls is this showing me that I should be aware of? What will I do about these pitfalls? Asking yourself these questions and reflecting on them will complete your picture of yourself, will expand towards what I don't know, what others don't know about me. The third practice is doing something new. What were you always interested in? What do you find interesting? What seems exciting that other people do and you haven't done yet? What little step can you take? Experiment, take action, and then go back to the practice too and ask yourself the questions. What does it tell about who I am? What did I notice? What does it tell about my strengths? These three practices will help you to find out your uniqueness and to feel more comfortable presenting it to the world. You will be able to stand strong on your feet and reach your natural height. You will be relaxed in your body, will be navigating in the world with open arms, chest forward, brave to face whatever comes. And you being that way will influence many more to be like this, to be their unique selves. This episode has been an experiment of mine that I talked without a script, that I let my inspiration being in the moment guide me. I hope it was useful. As always, you can find my commentary on a blog post on unique.com Y-O-U-N-I-C-H This was a special episode, a solo episode of mine. Next week, we will continue with an interview. I know the end of the year is approaching and it's a fantastic time to reflect back. Reflect back to what you have achieved this year. Celebrate yourself. Remember what have you discovered about yourself. Embrace your uniqueness and keep on walking with strong legs, open arms, open chest, head up, and you will discover great things. I wish you a happy life and talk to you in the next episode.